0: So when I go to a hockey game, a Bruins game in particular, I get uh, I get a little vocal. Um, And so there were some at the very beginning, Zaka got called for the for a trip like less than two minutes in three minutes in. And it seemed pretty soft. So, you know, I yelled something at the ref. I forget exactly. You're like, oh, that's a horrible call, whatever. This kid behind me says, Hey, ref, want to borrow my glasses? And I just turned around to him and gave him a fist (laughs) off.
1: Is Bruin, everybody? Welcome to the Bruins and Bruins podcast. They the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented
0: by Bruins diehards. I heard is maybe still a thing. We have PWHL Boston diehards for now to be named later. Um did I say DraftKings? If not, there we go. Re- Never mind. Not this month. And um, <laughs> Rainbow sponsored THB, by Rainbow maybe. Use THPN at F-Kings, man. Uh, You can hear more about that later, or you can skip through it like most of you scums do. Anyway, we got some (laughs) hockey to talk about, but first, into beverages. Anybody got something fancy-schmancy?
2: I got something interesting. So, once again, recording a podcast before I drive to a school to pick up a child. Uh, My child, not some random child. Um, yeah,
1: a, a child never a no, better time beer. for a beer
2: there is no kidnapping uh so we're going non-alcoholic here uh this is a hop water h-o-p-w-t-r taking out those vowels
1: Except um, for the o, I guess. <laughs> it's not really
2: an o it's shaped like a hop
1: oh um, okay that's clean yeah it's, like a, <laughs> it's, a dro- it's a hop drop actually it's a hop yeah it would like drop
2: yeah so this is a non-alcoholic zero calories Sparkling hop water crafted with adaptogens and nootropics, which of course I know exactly what they are, I would tell you, except we don't have time. Um, it's a blend of hops for a refreshingly crisp, citrusy, piney flavor. Ashwagandha to de-stress and unwind. And L-theanine for mood and cognitive performance. I'm sure this all works. As far as I'm concerned, kind of tastes like like grassy, blood orange seltzer. Hmm. Um, grassy it's not bad. in a good way,
1: or grassy in a in a not bad way. Yeah, it's
2: like like drinking water out of the hose, kind of.
0: Okay. Oh, that brings back fun. Yeah, that's that's sometimes uh, nice. That's of, some of the nineteen sixties when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, drinkability.
2: I mean, it's, it's high. You can drink it at uh, thirty four. Give it the Soderberg. Um, tasteability three
1: overall, you know,
2: I would, I'd say recommend if you're just like chilling and want to drink something that vaguely reminds you of drinking.
1: If you're about to go do some kidnapping, yeah, <laughs>
2: I will be in the back seat
0: of your car, by the way, Chris. Yeah, get... <laughs> yeah I'll be looking out for that.
1: Gotta watch out for that. Yeah,
0: always it's check not... your rear view mirror. Um, Kim,
1: uh, yeah, I got a. Repeat beer I found. I think I reviewed this like a month, month and a half ago. Uh, I just realized I had one more sitting in the back of the fridge. Very excited. Uh, this is the Road Trip New England IPA from Newport Brewing Company. Uh, it's, a, it's a proper IPA. Got a nice color to it. Nice little haziness. Definitely New England style. Great can art. Old style map. I remember talking about that last time. So um, you can go back and listen to my map review. I think I shot the map men for that. Not um really good flavor to it. Um, not overly citrusy. A little bit of sweetness to it. Really just a, a reliable IPA. If that were uh you know a Portland local, I'd be picking up quite a bit. I don't know if they make it up here, but um very solid beer, drinkability, pretty good for an IPA. Has a bit of hop to it, but it's not not punching in the face. Drinkability, I'm going to say a 25, which I think is pretty pretty good for an IPA. Tasteability, definitely up there as well. Mm. Let's give it a 27 on the tasteability scale. Very good stuff.
0: Awesome, and I uh, I'll be brief with mine because it is a uh, another pumpkin down east. Uh, they're still in stores longer than I thought. I really thought like end of November be done uh no, they thought too yeah but, uh, yeah exactly so i found some in hannaford um and yeah yeah drinkability always a 37 tasteability always a 37 with these um yeah definitely their best cider my absolute favorite but i was drinking beer <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that but at the bruins game on saturday that's my transition into that did you guys watch the hockey games i did watch the hockey games
1: i did not watch the hockey games i had as i tweeted at the account my boots in the snow up at sunday river
0: oh that's right yeah well anyway yeah i went with uh with julia my dad and my mom and it was the uh first time since i don't know the last time i was at a game a bruins game with my mom i lost a tooth So like that long ago, like like a baby tooth, (laughs) Um, not I got like socked in the mouth at some point in my adult life. Um, And so that was just a fun experience. And, you know, the Bruins come, you know, storming out. I think they had like a three nothing lead. I I missed my box score. Yeah. Um, And then something I want to talk about is the two quick goals there right after Shattenkirk scored on the power play. Um, but, uh, you know, eventually Heinen scored, then uh, Kraus in the third, and then Pasternak, uh, you know, put it away. Uh, 5-3 win. Uh, Pasternak, second of the game. But, uh, yeah, any initial thoughts on this game, especially maybe that part where the Bruins, yet again, seem to have something go wrong? Similar feeling as a, uh, you know, six-on-five goal against to me.
2: Yeah, I, I don't love when... The Bruins remind me of, you know, the seemingly every year Bruins when they get up by two or three goals and like immediately give up. It was the beginning of the second period. They gave up two goals in like two minutes and just
0: Mm -hmm. all the air out of the building, I assume. Actually, Um, less than a minute. Oh, say! Which, and the first goal came less than a minute after Shattenkirk scored on the power play at the beginning of the period. It was... We absolutely <laughs> love that. It's uh,
2: just an absolute momentum killer. I absolutely hate it. I wish it didn't happen. I don't know how to fix it. It seems like a very mental thing because it happens too often, and seems like it's happening at the end of games as well with the goalie pulled uh, Bruins leading the league in goals against with the opposing goalie pulled. Um, Yeah. I don't know what to do mentally. Seems like the Bruins are kind of everywhere, but you know, hard to complain when they're still winning games.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't chalk it entirely up to, to like leadership or something like that, but I think that is like a factor when it's late in games and, and, you know, obviously with the absence of Bergeron and, not to say Martian isn't doing a good job or something like that. Cause I think he's, he's been great so far, but um, you know, those, those couple moments where you need your veteran players to really step up and, and especially with the number of young players and, and rookies in particular on this team, having a veteran guy who can jump in and be like, Hey, we got to buckle it down right now and, and keep those momentum slips, right? Keep calm heads, keep already focused on the job. It seems like that's missing just a little bit, which is interesting. Cause they, again, they do have a lot of veterans as well, but still a lot of them are newer to the team, things like that. So I I do think it's one of those things that will get better over the course of the season as, um, you know, as those roles get established a little more. And and even as these guys get used to playing with each other a little bit more, I know we're a few months into the season now, so it's not necessarily an excuse at this point, but um, definitely something we would want to keep an eye on. And I think for the, the six on five point in particular, it is, it is frustrating, but also like, if that's the biggest complaint we have about this team right now, that's, that's still a pretty good indicator that they've been playing pretty good hockey. So um, yeah, it at
2: least means you're winning at the end of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or before just slightly before the end of the game, at least which is a good position to be in, in, in most games. So I'm sure they're aware of it. I'm sure whatever, maybe a little extra time. And we talked about this last time, Drew, we were like, your team's practice six on five. I think like, I'm imagining they have to at some point or else they'd have no <laughs> idea what to do, but um maybe a few extra hours there at, at the warrior Ice arena. And then, um, you know, Sprints that, that cleans up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just Herbie's the whole again, way. again, <laughs> again. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, I think frustrating for now. I don't foresee it being a season long problem. I think they'll kind of buckle it up. Uh, but definitely something to keep an eye on. Um,
0: so when I go to a hockey game, a Bruins game in particular, I get uh, I get a little vocal. Um, and so. There was some at the very beginning Zaka got called for the for a trip, like less than two minutes in, three minutes in. And it seemed pretty soft. So, you know, I yelled something at the ref, I forget exactly. You're like, oh, that's a horrible call, whatever. And this kid behind me says, Hey, ref, wanna borrow my glasses? And I just turned around to him and gave him a fist bump.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that scared shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, that's good. But yeah, but, no, that was good But I, eventually, you know, the refs called it kind of both ways There was that whole first period Had a lot of soft penalties And then it kind of seemed to calm down from there But um, at least it went both ways But love a love a young vocal fan You know, that's uh, How you raise them uh, I don't know I'm a good role model,
2: I swear <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned going to A game with your mom Because the last time I went to a game with my mom uh, I got to witness the first NHL point of Justin Florick. I think we all remember where we were when that happened. Ah, wow! <laughs> uh, oh, wow. No. Against the Winnipeg Whew. Jets. Um, yeah, I just you know, special moments to share with you know your family.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, we they went sports on, are all about making
1: memories. That's you know, they don't get any more meaningful than that. So,
0: yeah, I we went, it was my mom's birthday earlier in December, so happy belated, I suppose. to... My mom. <laughs> I don't know. I was about to just say like her name. <laughs> I was like, why would I do that? Um <laughs> doxing Drew's mom. <laughs> <laughs> doxing my mother. Um but uh yeah, and it was actually kind her of Z cool. is c- <laughs> <laughs> we got bleep that out now. <laughs> or make it the cold open, either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you should bleep it out in the episode, but leave it for the cold open. That's how you should do it. <laughs> um, so, uh,
0: but my, something that was cool is my dad has this 50th anniversary Bobby Orr jersey. And my mom's birthday gift from my dad was a 100th anniversary Brad Marchand jersey. So they both wore those, which is uh, pretty cool to see um, them right next to each other. Um, I get, I let Julia use my Seidenberg jersey because of uh, her german heritage i felt like that was just like i don't know i could give you bergeron or mcavoy or side It's like all right this guy was Zdeno chara's d partner when they won the cup so you gotta like know who you're wearing and i gave her like this rundown of his career that she didn't give a fuck about nor need to know but i feel like you gotta know the player you're wearing did she have german a good time hammer. at the game yeah she i i guess the first game we went to the bruins game we went to together uh was blackhawks bruins and she's you know from northwest indiana so uh blackhawks family um and so that she was more into that um but i mean i think she had a good time you know having beers at a a hockey game is never really a bad time so the
2: the sounds and vibes of live hockey are plenty to yeah i think it's it's probably not my favorite sporting event to go to, to like chill. It's definitely my favorite sporting event to go to, to like watch and be engaged. Mm -hmm. Um, I think baseball is the best chilling sport. Um, But yeah, I love not
0: knowing the score in baseball. (laughs) It it doesn't get a lot better
2: than just like hanging out with a bunch of your friends, like having some beers and then like turning to the field when you hear the crack of the bat. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, hockey vibes are off the charts, too.
1: Yeah, it doesn't get better than live hockey. They have very different vibes. Baseball, I love. And going to a game, you get a good squad there. You don't have to, like, love the sport. It's just about the experience of the ballpark. And hockey, it's a lot more about the sport. You're going there to watch a game, and, and the results on the ice matter a lot more than You know, I've seen the Red Sox get killed plenty of times and it never really bothers me that much. But if I go to a Bruins game and they lose, I'm pretty pissed. The way it goes.
0: Um, Speaking of, you know, seeing a hockey game live, um, you know, sometimes you can't. Well, most of the time you can't. It's expensive. The economy's fucked. But I got to give enough distance from this so we can give them a timestamp that doesn't include a swear. You can bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Oh yeah, we're supposed to mention some lines and odds, but like, I don't, I don't. We never know when we're, uh, you know, posting this stuff. So um, check them out on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get one hundred and fifty bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance gambling prom. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, HOPE is available for problem gambling. Call 888 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, Sage varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming, gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the uh, National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. I love how we have this... <laughs> throwing <laughs> copyright on their logo with no other end read. i mean most of the time they give us football and basketball and stuff 360 windmill um, between the legs between the legs but uh <laughs> gotta, I'm, gotta I'm be, be honest Drew.
2: It, it's such a a reflex to skip that part that i like went to my computer to like tap the forward button when you started reading that <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: wait, Drew, faster, faster! Come on!
2: Oh my god. Uh, yeah, my dad's been really into uh, total tackles prop bets recently. So get your get your DraftKings sportsbook accounts and
0: do that if you want to.
1: Total tackles.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've done it here and there. Just throw, just throw. I can't give advice, but what I do is I just throw like fifty cents on a guy like Johnny Beecher who. As a long shot of scoring. And if he does, cool. If not, I lose 50 cents. So I just bet on Johnny Beecher every single game to like drop $200. Is that profitable so far? $7,000. No, I don't do that. uh, Yeah, I've made maybe like 15 bucks over a while of doing it. And now I don't have any in the account and probably won't deposit any until like I come across some money on the street. Just like, you know how every you, you find a $20 bill on the street all the and time? And you put it right is. in your DraftKings account? You know what? That happens so much more rarely just because nobody really has cash. I wish that was more of a thing. I'd love to pick up some someone else's money randomly on the street and keep it <laughs> as my own. Be
1: <laughs> um, amazing. Before we get into listener questions, I have something hockey-related <clears throat> that just mm-hmm. dropped that I'm curious to get your, your thoughts on. Ooh. So... Apparently, the NHL All-Stars Skills Cop is getting a rework for next season. As it this season, next season?
2: It needs to be reworked every year because it always sucks.
1: <laughs> no, this actually seems cool. They're like really changing it. So they're Good. cutting it down to 12 players. Eight are going to be determined by NHL hockey ops departments, whatever, and the fans will vote on the final four. And those 12 players are going to compete in eight different skills competitions, and they earn points for each one. And then apparently there's a million bucks on the line, which is kind of cool. So every one of the players will do fastest skater, hardest shot, stick handling, one-timers, passing challenge, accuracy shooting, NHL shootout, and then an NHL obstacle course. Curious what that looks like. And then you get like a certain number of points for each one. I feel like that's better than what they've done. I mean, oh. you know, we'll oh, like yeah.
0: they, I hope they go all out with the obstacle course. Yeah, like, I want to see rings they of fire out. that they're yeah. jumping yeah, through. give me like or... Ninja Warrior on skates.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like the Red Bull, like, crash yeah, the Red things Bull. where they're just like going down mountains. <laughs> like, we won't send players to the Olympics in case they get hurt. We're going to have them land on each other in skates as we fly down a the mountain.
0: They all have to go at the same time. So the obstacle course is a race. Yeah. And they're all tripping all over each other. But, uh, yeah, that sounds cool. I like having it be like points and it's kind of like, I mean, it's still just for show and it's going to be like weird and stuff and not really determine who's the most talented player ever or whatever that year. But, but it, it'll be cool that everything matters, you know? So like you can, uh, you could be a sick passer and that's really your only skill and you could still come out on top.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of like a big tournament of it all. It adds a little bit of competitiveness to it and you know, I, again, I don't think anybody's going to be like going all out for it, but it'll be nice to have some mm. kind of incentive versus the usual shit where it's just like clearly guys mailing it in, like.
2: So, have you guys seen the uh, the NHL Edge website um, that you know the new player tracking data um, that it just came out this year, or at least publicly. I haven't really year. played around with it now. Um, it okay. So first of all, the mm. website sucks. It's, it's just like awful interface. You you have to like
1: you have to go to
2: it you have to go to a team you can't like sort by any category you just have to like pick a category go to a team and then pick a player and then that player will show up and you can't just like Uh, show me this whole team's like skating speed or whatever um Uh, it doesn't you just gotta like individually choose and if anybody is worse than average at something it just says bottom 50 percent instead of like the rest of their percentile because they want (laughs) players feelings so I was just thinking, like, will players want to participate in the skills comp if they, like, let's say you got a real slow skater who's really good at everything else? Is that person just going to be embarrassed to be out there skating slowly? And because, you know, it's the toughest sport with all the toughest players and they're all scared to be
0: made fun of or something. But
1: yeah, that'll be interesting. (laughs)
0: Morgan Geeky has the top shot speed this year for the Bruins. Oh, it's ninety nine point seven three miles an hour. That's above the league average, like by just a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I was
2: noticing like Trent Frederick has a pretty like pretty good shot. Uh, Not a lot of fast skaters on the Bruins, and like kind of supports my uh, my theory that a lot of the players on the Bruins that people think are fast. just kind of like quick and don't have good top end speed like i don't think martian's like got a really high top end speed he's just like a
1: quick guy acceleration i
2: I think post got like early in his career got kind of tapped as like a a fast player because he was like young and skillful but or like he got he got bigger he's like kind of muscular now and I mean, he's above average skater, but like he's not burning past anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. He's closer to Ovi than he is to McDavid. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. But, I was um, surprised
2: to see that Leon Dreisiedel is actually pretty fast. I kind of always just assumed he was kind of slower, but. Do you have yeah, questions?
1: It's my NHL Edge. Sure.
0: <laughs> All right. So we have some listener questions for you. Sean Rajat, he scores. You can add one player making under $3 million from any team in the league to the Bruins. Who are you taking? Connor uh, Bedard. The- yes. <laughs> There's the answer. Ha, 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 ha. We found a loophole. Um, I'll say, other than entry level contracts, I'm going to add a clause so we could actually have a thought on it.
2: Is there a way to sort by contract? I don't really have a... I know. I'm like, I don't
0: know that many people's
1: contracts um, off my head. I'm trying to...
0: I'm going to go Trent, Fred, and Eric all under 2.3 mil. We're we'll adding 3. him to our team? Yeah, to our... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to scroll all the way through, Cat Friendly. Uh, we'll go with Connor Bedard, unless anyone has anything in 5, 4.
1: Um, I'm going to look. Maximum of 3 mil, we said, right? Yeah. Do some filtering, maybe zero. Well, I did something else wrong. Are we talking AV or cap hit?
0: Does that have to be under or? I think it's cap hit. I don't know.
2: Under or at three mil?
0: Under, I guess it just include at. Less, yeah. Three mil, I think he said three mil or less. Yeah, three, under three mil. Okay.
1: But just to loop it
0: in, who the fuck cares?
2: I mean, Bruins need a center. Uh, I like Chandler Stevenson. 2.75 mil.
1: Hmm. There's a lot of people signing. I'm trying to scroll up to like around the three million dollar range, and there's just a lot of people making making a lot of money.
2: If it's three mil inclusive, I mean Matt Duchesne, Anthony Duclair, Marty Nietzsche, those are all good names. Evan Rodriguez, right. good players making three mil.
1: Casey Middlestat maybe making two and a half.
2: Ooh, that's good. I didn't go lower than two seven five. Yeah,
1: that's, that's probably the best. Oliver rickman Larson's only making two and a quarter. Daniel Vladar. Uh, Nolichari, Ch- bring him back. What about you know, Capo Kako? He's only making two point one. Does he suck? He was supposed to be good. Lafreniere is
2: also a good one at two three two.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. I think right now I'm going with Middlestad because he the, he plays the wing two wing and center right. I'm pretty sure. Seems like it'd be a pretty good.
0: I'm, I'm gonna go with Colin Graf. So he doesn't have an show contract. <laughs> But he does play for Konepiaq, and he's a prospect of somebody actually. Oh, wait—the Arizona goalie, contract.
2: The the Arizona goalie's making in total less than six million dollars is pretty great for yeah. them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, here's our answers.
0: Eric Ripperson, for a chance at a million dollars, you can either take continuous penalty shots on Jeremy Swayman and win if you score, or same thing only you're in net you must make one save on David Postermark. Either way, you have to chug a beer for every time you fail. I'm going to go with the penalty shot against Swayman um, because this seems to be like, it's not like, it's continuous. So it's not like you have a limited number of opportunities. Um, I feel like A, not that either easy, that would be easier. um, And B, why take the punishment from like, a David Pasternak slap shot in his, in his office. That would just, just yeah.
2: I think originally I was going to say Pasternak. I mean like either way I'm going to die. Like I I will (laughs) die of an alcohol overdose before I do either of these things, but I was thinking it's more likely that pasta like just kind of misses the net getting bored or something than it is for me to like both hit the net and in a spot that Jeremy Swayman already isn't. Um, but yeah I, I don't think either way it would work
1: yeah I agree I'm leaning playing goalie I think I mean I'm not beating Sway with a shot the only chance would be like digging him out which my hands aren't that good so <laughs> at least with with pasta you could try to just like catch him off guard with like a flying poke check or something maybe trim him and... <laughs> yeah and there's the, uh, window there's the possibility that he just like is fucking around and like tries to get between the legs and like you know rips one off the crossbar and you're golden. So I think the only chance of survival is is getting lucky as a goalie. That is not at all to underestimate how hard goaltending is. I've done it a few times on ice and it's really fucking hard to do. Uh, that movement is just incredibly difficult. Like I, as somebody who grew up playing street hockey and considers himself a good street hockey goalie, transitioning that to ice is just like incredibly hard. Just the basic side to side movement is like so much more difficult than I think most people realize. But still, you might have a chance of just. You know, he can hit you. That's a possibility, whereas that's not really a possibility. I'm not going to accidentally score on Sway, so. All
0: right. Last question. Chaser at Chaser3712. Oh, I thought that was my uh, question.
1: It was like, Chaser, what's your <laughs> What's your Pickle. Chaser
0: choice? Um, what does the team need to do about scoring increase as well as addressing the defensive woes? Players traded, released, shipped to lines. I didn't have the I mean... answer teed off, so get get healthy
2: i mean yeah. <laughs> they're missing zaka they're missing mcavoy uh four or um yeah i it, it's it's not dire but you know really testing the depth here uh i mean prior to the trade deadline i think yeah you want to add somebody say preferably somebody who can play like middle six center mm-hmm. Um, and maybe shift socket a wing or something like that but yeah i don't know i don't i don't think anything anything's dire right now.
1: We talked about this a little bit last time too but um i'm you know there's gonna be more injuries so kind of holding pattern for now see what you know make sure that there aren't anything there isn't anything dire that does come up you know a month before the deadline um if you're healthy enough by then i agree firming up a little bit more offensive depth be good see what comes at us and then adjust from there.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've talked about some of the negative parts of their game thus far. Um, I feel like there's been nothing that you can like pinpoint consistently. Like this is our absolute weakness. This is where we need to add, um, you know, there's stretches here and there where you think maybe we need some help on defense. Oh, do we need a little bit of depth scoring? How's the center situation looking? Um, And so I think, you know, waiting towards the trade deadline to make any big uh, additions like that is necessarily uh, necessary. Just kind of see where you've been um, in terms of your needs and what's available as the market kind of shapes up as we get closer to that date. Um, sure, shift lines if you want, Monty. I don't know. I trust them. Yeah. I mean, it kind
2: of has to. I, the practice yeah. lines were geeky on the top line centering. So, They'll oh, be fun. Injuries suck, but you do get to see some fun line combinations and defensive pairings. Um, Laura and Shattenkirk is an interesting one on the
0: on the back end. We'll see how that goes. Um. Any final thoughts before we sign off?
1: Only that Spocky <laughs> is my only thought.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, Who wants to sing us out?
1: Uh, Drew, I want you to sing, but I want you to channel what you were like on the way out of the garden on Saturday and sing with that level of of enthusiasm, we'll say. Gusto.
0: uh, To quote myself as I came out, as I walked out of the garden,
1: let's go, Bruins! (laughs)
0: And they kept doing it. And then I was like,
1: fuck the notes! nothing. Bye, everybody.